Well, hello there. Time again for the Florida Roundtable. I am Melissa Fox, and today got a great show planned for you. Always do, but we've got some interesting topics that we need to tackle. First and foremost, the weather. It's getting hotter out there. You cannot leave your kid in a hot car or animals for that matter, but in particular today we're talking about children and avoiding heat stroke and even death. Yeah. We've got the Patient Advocate Foundation checking in today. They're going to tell us that they can help you figure out your medical insurance and get it all straightened out. We'll talk about it. It'll be a great time to maybe pull out your paperwork and see what you have covered and what you don't. We're also going to talk to Dr. Dana Suskin. She's got a new book out called Parent Nation, talking about how to take care of our youngins. And I mean youngins, you know, like little ones in the formative years. We'll have a lot more, too. It's the Florida Roundtable. Stay right there. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline Travel Hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. What do I love about the water? Reeling in a good catch. Oh yeah, that's a keeper. Teaching the kids to swim in the lake, then pushing them on a rope swing over the creek. And watching the sunset with the family out on the boat. In our life jackets, of course. Discover the joy of being on the water safely. Life jackets save lives. Wear it, Florida. This message is brought to you by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Visit myfwc.com for tips on how to keep you and your family safe on the water. It's the Florida Roundtable, and it's also the time of year when leaving a child in a hot car can cause vehicular heat stroke and even death. We've got some tips for you from the USDOT's National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Please look before you lock. With that in mind, Dr. Stephen Cliff, thank you for joining us today. Let's not lose any more kids, shall we? very unfortunate and it's a, a terrible tragedy. I, I can't imagine the pain a caregiver or a parent would go through having this happen to them. Since 1998, 906 children have lost their lives in vehicles that got too hot. Uh, in Florida, uh, in that same time period, 99 children have lost their lives. And while that's decreased a little bit during the pandemic because people were staying at home more, uh, that there were three uh, last year uh, in Florida uh, that lost their lives due to heat stroke. 
but uh, we're concerned as people are starting to think about their new routines and changing things that uh, that this might become more common uh, again in the future. So, as you said, what areas in the country are more obviously prone to the heat stroke and leaving children in their vehicles? Yeah, Florida, we're, we're guilty. And it's a horrible thing that we are. It's not, it's not a thing that you want to be proud of. Like I said, every time I hear a news story about this, the majority of it is, like, oh, no, it's another Florida story. And often it's been right here in central Florida, people, where the uh, Florida Roundtable is based out of. So pediatric heat stroke. How, paint the scenario. How long does it take before a child is in danger? What are the temperatures uh, that we uh, that the inside of the car can get to? Go ahead and just paint that picture for us. Well, anytime the outside temperature is above 57 degrees and the car is left out in the sun, the inside temperatures can get dangerously hot for children. Uh, you mentioned Florida, and Florida certainly has high daytime temperatures, especially starting this time of year through the summer. And uh, that, that occurs anytime uh, daytime temperatures are high. But even if a car is in the shade or if it doesn't feel that hot outside, the inside of a vehicle can get dangerously hot for a child. Once a child's core body temperature gets to 104 degrees, it's dangerous. And at 107 degrees, it's lethal. So you should never leave a child unattended. It, the vehicle uh, temperature can increase very, very quickly. We see that in as short as 10 minutes, the vehicle temperature can rise by 20 degrees inside. So if you have outside temperatures in the 80s, you can see that just in a few minutes, it's dangerously hot for a child inside a vehicle. Leaving a window cracked or window down, parking in the shade or under a tree, or it doesn't feel that hot outside, those are all misconceptions. Any of those cases can result in a child uh, dying due to heat stroke. So we, we tell all parents and caregivers, never leave your child alone, unattended, in a vehicle, even for a short period of time, heat stroke can result very quickly. We're talking to Dr. Stephen Cliff. He's the deputy administrator at the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. What are the symptoms of heat stroke and what do I do if I stumble upon this? Well, anytime a child might be in distress, we want you to seek medical attention immediately. Call 911, get help. A child, if they're alert, complaining of a headache or a dizziness, sick to their stomach, confused, especially grouchy or exhibiting other strange behavior, can be warning signs of heat stroke. It might also be a strong rapid pulse or a slow weak pulse. And then if they have red, hot and moist or very dry skin, those can be alert signs. And especially the absence of sweating, even though the child is warm and has been left in a car, uh, if they're not sweating, that can tell you that their core temperature is now too high and wow. that they're suffering from heat stroke. Mm -hmm. More than half of the deaths we see this way were forgotten by a caregiver. It's especially tragic because a change in schedule or a change in routine can result in a forgotten child. What we urge people to do is first, ask yourself, where's baby? Look before you're locked. Always make it a habit to look in the back seat every time you exit the car. But you can also do some other things to kind of remind yourself that a child is in the back seat. For example, take a teddy bear, have it in the back seat. When you put your child in the back seat, transfer that to the front seat and use that as a reminder that a child's in the back seat. Or put any of your things in the back seat that you might retrieve when you get to your place of work or wherever you're heading. When you go to retrieve that item, you'll see that there's a child there and you won't forget. Dr. Cliff, it's been a pleasure. For more information, folks, nhtsa.gov slash heatstroke. Again, thank you so much for coming on the show. And please, people, look before you lock. Thank you very much for the time.
A recent study showed there are over 4,000 religions in the world. Now, that's a lot of choices. And God has given us the freedom to believe what we want to believe. Yet more and more people, frustrated with organized religion, are choosing to have no religious affiliation at all. Maybe you're one of those. Perhaps you've had a bad experience or been hurt by someone in your church or synagogue. If that's the case, I can only imagine how you must feel. But please remember, Christians are not perfect people. No one is perfect. And as Christians, we often fail to model the character and the spirit of Jesus. So instead of just searching for religion, consider having a personal relationship with God through His Son, Jesus. You see, religion is based on what I think I must do for God. Christianity is based on what Jesus has done for you. It's a gift. This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. For devotions, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, Emmy Award-winning actor, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping side saddle down a countryside road on a horse named Archie Bello, who seems to have only one speed, high. And pulling on his reins only seems to encourage him to go even faster. So, of course, my body hurts and my joints ache, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Oh, Archie Bello! Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. As soon as this scene wraps, I'm going to kiss the ground, thank Archie Bello for his outstanding performance, feed him a carrot, and visit brainhealth.gov. Find out how you can make the most of your brain as you age at brainhealth.gov. Welcome to the Florida Roundtable. You know, patients can successfully negotiate ridiculously high medical bills or any medical bills. Did you know that? Medical bills and out-of-pocket costs, they add up pretty quickly. And anyone who's been anywhere, whether it's a walk-in care or to the actual hospital or emergency room, you know what I'm talking about. Surprise! Beth Moore is with us today. Hi, it's Melissa Fox. How are you? Hi. Hi. Good, Melissa. Thank you for having me. Yeah, sure. Um, So like I said, a lot of the out-of-pocket costs and surprise, now they've stopped a lot of that here in Florida. From what I understand, it's called the No Surprise Act, but we still get these really, really high medical bills. And they add up Mm -hmm. and sometimes, you know, you can't even afford food and gas right now. How, you know, that bill comes in, you're like, oh, what am I going to do? So tell me what's going on and unconfuse the whole health insurance debacle, if you will. All right. It's on you. Go ahead. You do uh, it. Yeah, that's a heavy lift. No, you got this. Like you said, it's unbelievable how many families are impacted by medical debt. And a lot of them have insurance. So it really boils down to those out-of-pocket costs. And while the no surprise medical bills, that's a tremendous step forward. There are legitimate expenses that consumers really need to prepare for. And those can become unmanageable if you're really dealing with something serious. I mean, because you've got your premiums. Everyone's pretty familiar with your premiums. So you've got your premiums. Then you've got your annual deductibles. Then you're going to have co-pays, which in the co-pays can be for medication. They can be for office visits. They can be for whatever in the world. So you've got your routine co-pays. Um, and then add that. Then you've got layers on top of that, right? Because in addition to that, 
out-of-pocket requirement that your insurance is going to push back to you, there are oftentimes medical services embedded in there that have different levels of responsibility. So routine care, for instance, is going to cost less than specialty care. Emergency care is going to have a whole nother set of criteria. And prescription drugs, I mean, you know, there's no more pick something up and it's $20 out of pocket. A lot of these prescription drugs now are on tiers and or, um, and that's going to depend on how much you pay out of pocket. So number one thing we always say is try to prepare, do your best before you ever need it to understand at least at a high level what you can be on the hook for after your insurance pays. That way, when a family member needs extensive Medicare or you're hit with an emergency, you have an idea of what to be on the lookout for. So uh, you kind of explained common out-of-pocket expenses when it comes to uh, medical, and but I think I feel like, you know, if there was a way to avoid or to stretch the money that you have when it comes to health care, you would be the one that knows how to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. And there are a few good things. I mean, you know, this is, uh, you know, what is it they say? An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So, and that, that goes for this too. So try to use your in-network providers whenever possible. And you can find that online. But what we always say is if you need specialty care, if you're going in for surgery, sometimes those online lists are out of date. So look on the back of your insurance card, give your, give your plan a call. Call the customer service number and make sure that the provider of the facility is still in network when you're seeking to make an appointment. Yeah, is it, um, is, ask, hold on a second. Isn't yeah. that fun that, you know, we're paying for this health insurance one way or another, and yet we don't want to call and talk to an actual person? Or maybe it's just so frustrating that we can't get a hold of somebody to answer our questions that we just give up. Yes. Yes, you're absolutely right, Melissa. And, you know, that goes for selecting your insurance plan as well as using it once you already have it. Um, so, for instance, you know, back in the fall when it's marketplace open enrollment or if your employer, if you're on, like, for instance, my open enrollment period was in February through my employer. Well, that's the time. I mean, call the if you have questions, if you're not sure, if you feel like maybe you could get a better deal, um, Call your your health plan. Call the toll-free marketplace numbers. Call CMS. Call the Medicare Part D and ask them to help you walk through and evaluate to your point. Okay, what am I, what am I going to pay with this plan? What am I going to pay with this plan? Ask the questions, and you'd be surprised what you find. Uh, but a lot of folks don't even think about doing that, or unfortunately you miss that opportunity, and then it's too late. We are so, talking with Beth Moore, Patient Advocate Foundation. What's uh, what's your what's your gig there? I don't have the uh, the job title here. Just uh, yeah, looking at uh, my paper. It's a long one. <laughs> Go ahead. It, it's a long one. I've been there for 22 years. Ooh. I'm right, currently yeah, I'm the EVP of corporate communications. Um, and so you know, I deal a lot with uh, education and just consumer awareness and really promoting um what we do, what we can do for folks and the resources that we have and making sure that people out there uh, make the most of the benefits that they're entitled to. Okay, so I am the perfect example of what not to do. We're talking to Beth Moore. I'm going to lay it right out here. It's Florida Roundtable. We keep it real. I am one of those people I get notices. I get notices yep. months ahead of time. 
open enrollment is now going on. Make your changes before X date. It's my fault, but now I'm learning, Beth, that I need to call Never. you guys too at the Patient Advocate Foundation and say, okay, you got to help me figure this out because uh, I have no idea what I'm doing. And honestly, I think that I'm like a lot of people where I'm like, yeah, tick that box, health insurance. Yep, got it. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm covered. I I completely get it. Uh, it's very frustrating. It's confusing. And and you're, uh, let me tell you, you're not alone. I mean, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't um, don't evaluate things on an annual basis. So, a couple things. Um, first of all, if you're covered by the marketplace, they actually have a really great tool online. You can find it at healthcare.gov. That is a plan comparison. So you can you can go on there. And it will show you, it will ask you a little bit about your health condition. It will show you what your premiums are. Don't just consider your premiums, right? That's the low-hanging fruit. So it's like, well, I can't really afford 150 a month, but I can do like 119 a month, so I'm going to go with that one. But what you don't look at is the whole category with out-of-pocket. And they're like, well, that's great, Guilty. except that yeah. it's, you know, your out-of-pocket is going to be $4,000 here. Versus fifteen hundred there, right? Yeah, yeah. So now look, yeah. I'm stuck with no I no vision care, and I I've been working on computers for the last four or five months with this new job change, and I think I need to update my specs. <laughs> and I go right. look, and there's I'm like, what do you mean I don't have I don't have vision care? Yeah, and you know, mm-hmm. and it's available for everybody. I mean, so <laughs> if you're privately insured like you, look on the back of your card. And there's a there's that customer service number. And call and just be candid. Say, look, I need you to help me do a benefit check. I don't really know what I have. I don't really know what I'm paying for. Right. These are a few needs that I have. And tell me, help educate me on what might be the best plan. Yeah, where do I um, get my card? Um. Um, so that's your health insurance card. <laughs> that Now, you've got to have one of those. Yeah, it's, I think it's you online. Gotta- I never printed it. <laughs> Hey, look, if you if you have an online address, you're ahead of the curve. Go right. online okay. and there will be a toll-free number. Woo-hoo. If you carry it around in your if, if you carry it around in your wallet, because a lot of times you have to show it yeah. when you go in, yeah. um, you'll find it there. And then in a patient advocate foundation, for people for patients who have real severe illnesses um, and life-threatening illnesses, you know, pre-existing conditions, cancer, cardiovascular condition, mm-hmm. diabetes. These folks, it's critical that they pick the right plan. So we have case managers who can do a free plan evaluation, um, and they work routinely um, really hard during open enrollment period to answer questions, and you can call them directly, and they can help you evaluate what plans are available for you. And they can be reached toll-free at 800 800- I'm just writing it down, sorry. 800-532-5274. And you can also be found at patientadvocate.org. Now, folks, uh, again, I'm not making fun of a situation here. I'm just being honest because it's what happens. It gets away from us, a lot of us, Uh, especially like I'm not saying I got to watch my pennies, but everybody watches their pennies. And I did. I looked at the bottom line. I looked at the, you know, the least that I had to do to keep myself sort of covered. But in the long run, I have no idea what I what I really have. Sure, I got health insurance. No, no, actually, you're not covered for this, uh, Miss Fox. What? So that could happen. And then if uh, I get an out-of-pocket bill like that because, well, on the backside, say I went to a mm, walk-in place and had an EKG or something. 
you know, and then right. got this huge bill because it wasn't covered. <laughs> so uh, how do we deal with that? All right. And what you're describing there is really, really common. So whether regardless of the charge, a lot of Americans out there are dealing with um, are dealing with medical debt. So when that happens, number one, first and foremost, don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. Number two, um, you have the ability to to negotiate um, a lot of different deductions or let's say discounts on these medical bills. So the first thing you want to do is you want to reach out to the billing representative or financial counselor at the provider's office. <clears throat> They're a great source of information. Let them know that you're having a financial difficulty and ask about eligibility for their payment plan or other financial assistance. Sometimes they're called indigent care programs. Sometimes they're called charity care programs. Sometimes they're called financial assistance programs. But inquire about those. And don't be afraid to have this to have this conversation. A lot of people are real nervous, like, oh, charity care. So like, no, it doesn't. What that basically is, is it allows you to negotiate anywhere between 10 to 30 to 50 percent of your bill that you legitimately owe, but they can, they can write them down and reduce those costs. The key is to do it early, because once that unpaid bill is turned over to a collection agency, the ability to negotiate with a hospital, with a facility, with the billing agents, that's off the table, and it becomes much harder to resolve. Oh, so, okay. This is all great information, yeah. folks, but we don't have time to just, you know, talk about my entire life and have it sorted out by wonderful professionals in the field. But this is what Beth Moore and the gang do at Patient Advocate Foundation, okay? They solve insurance and health care access issues, and they, uh, they're they guiding light, basically. Patientadvocate.org or 1-800-3... I'm sorry. Dang it. Or 1-800-532-5274. And um, PAF will take care of you or at least point you in the right direction. That is what I gleaned from this interview. And now I'm going to go and see if I can straighten out, get my glasses. (laughs) Beth Moore, thank you so much for enlightening us. And I do mean enlightening us about uh, the ins and outs of medical insurance. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Melissa. You got it. This is the Florida Roundtable. There we go. And you are listening to the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. When it comes to taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro Zero Turn Mowers cut big yards down to size in less time, so you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features like My Ride Suspension that take the ache out of acreage, massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction, and ultra-durable iron-forged cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro, count on it. Visit toro.com slash zero turn to find yours. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. 
Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Growing up with a brother with autism, Sarah Kronk witnessed firsthand how kids with disabilities felt left out by their peers. It's why at the age of 15, Sarah approached her cheerleading coach with an idea to include girls with disabilities on her school's cheer team. Well, what started out as an inclusive high school cheer team in a small town in Iowa has led to what is now known as Sparkle Effect, a thriving nonprofit with over 180 cheer teams across the United States, bringing students with and without disabilities together through cheerleading. The result? More confidence, higher grades, and better school attendance for kids with disabilities. And for those without a disability, new friends and a greater empathy. You want to learn more? Well, visit disabilitycampaign.org, where we have posted a link to the fabulous work known as The Sparkle Effect. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Imagine. Imagine being denied an apartment because of your religion or your race or because you have children or a disability. It's so wrong. Yes, but who has the power to stop this? You do. Each of us has the power. The law is on your side. It's illegal for landlords to discriminate because of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, or familial status. If you suspect that you have experienced housing discrimination, file a complaint with HUD immediately so we can investigate it. Fair housing is your right. Use it. To learn more, visit HUD.gov slash fair housing. That's HUD.gov slash fair housing. Or call 1-800-669-9777. 1-800-669-9777. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. It's the Florida Roundtable, and occasionally we travel back in time. Let's go back to mm, 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 1833. Wow, that's a long time ago. The New York Sun was founded then, and it really became a great newspaper. Herald is one of the most influential American newspapers. It sold for a penny, and then it went away. Night of Foon here. Hi, how are you? David? I'm very well. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. I want to understand what the motivation, aside from one of the best newspapers, what the motivation behind you to get the New York Sun back online. How is that? Look, it's no secret that uh, despite the plethora of 
newspapers and news websites that exist in the world and in the country today, journalism in general is really in a crisis. You have a situation today where trust in newspapers has ebbed to historic lows. It's less than half what it was in 1972 when scorekeeping began. Um, recent studies have shown you know, 90,000 people in 45 different countries that the United States States ranked last in media trust. 54% of Americans believe that journalists are deliberately trying to mislead them. There was a crisis where the most fundamental sort of catch-all, um, you know, uh, uh, safety net, if you will, of American democracy has lost the trust of the American public. So there could not be a better time to bring back a newspaper that shines for all, that has 200 years of history advocating for the American public, has, you know, those Pulitzer Prizes, a history of putting the people first over politics, over, over party. And, uh, you know, as you say, uh, I'd say this is really the newspaper for this very moment. There couldn't be a better time for the New York Sun to return. Oh, I, I kind of agree with you here. You know, I mentioned that it ceased publication back in 1950. It, there was a revival in early uh, 2000s, but uh, when it competed with the New York Times, which has its own share of, you know, I, I don't know if I could really use the word journalism, but um, I, what I've noticed and what you were saying also, David, is that the idea behind journalism isn't there anymore. It's now analyzm. Let's analysis. Let's do this. Let's analyze it. Let's insert ourselves into the news. Let's put it out there so that the bad man is orange and bad. He's a bad man. And anybody else is a good person. Instead of just reporting the news like Walter Cronkite did back in the day. You know, and you're bringing that back. True journalism for us with the New York Sun. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's interesting that you mentioned the New York Times, which sort of holds itself up as, you know, the, the paragon of journalism. You know, it famously declares on its masthead all the news that's fit to print. Mm. But a lot of people uh, feel, I believe, that the New York Times has really advocated the most basic journalistic uh, principles and responsibilities. So, you know, if the first priority of a newspaper is to serve as an advocate for the people, to uh, hold the power to account on behalf of the public, you know, there were many times when it seemed like other newspapers of record See their role as policing the power, on sorry, policing the people on behalf of the power and the ideologies that they favor. So not only are they not serving the role that they should serve, but they're serving really the opposite function. You know, so it's really is a time to bring back a journalism for the people and publication that that shines for all and that really puts the interests of the American public front and center. Um, and understands that its first loyalty is to its readers and to its constituents and not to a particular political agenda. The New York Sun is a paper of principle, and it always places principle over party, over partisanship, over, over individual personalities. So it's a unique paper in that sense, and a newspaper that's also uniquely built for this particular moment in time and the challenges that journalism is facing. Now, I am talking right now with Dovid Ifoon. He is the publisher and the chairman of the historic New York Sun newspaper. Now, you may not know this because you didn't do any research on me that I would expect you to do, but I actually come from a newspaper family. 
My dad was uh, owner and editor of a small island publication called the uh, Enquirer and Mirror from Nantucket Island. It's actually the largest newspaper in the country still, but that's if you hold your arms out side to side with the paper in it. It's not that big, but the, yeah, you see, and I did I all, that. yeah, I know it's the biggest papers, you know, in length, <clears throat> but we also called it the 615, which means six days to make 15 minutes to read. Now with that in mind, could you describe the typical content of your paper, the rejuvenated New York Sun? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the New York Sun has, you know, a unique and very particular perspective. I mean, Yes, does that focus on 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 principles? But that doesn't mean that it's a newspaper that does not have a perspective. It's not a vanilla uh, newspaper. It's not a newspaper that sort of doesn't have a a view of the world. I think it was best put by um, you know one of one of our founders um, a number a number of years ago. Um, in actually 1950, in the last editorial that was published in, in, in 1950, um, that you know when when the when the sun closed at that time, you know it's a paper that favors um, the individual liberties, the the rights of states, um, sound money, um, the equality before the law. Uh, it's fought, fought against populism and socialism and government extravagance. So it's a paper, and it's a paper that really has a lot of appreciation and understanding for core American values, constitutional values, constitutional moments, those questions in our day-to-day lives that, you know, in the day-to-day progression of news that really impact, you know, our heart and soul as a country and the future of our democracy. So in that sense, you know, it's a unique, very consequential newspaper. It's a newspaper that's covering things that, that matter, that make a difference, that are of interest and important to individuals, to their families, and to their communities and the future of our country. So, as we were saying throughout this interview, a lot of sources of news are definitely under scrutiny right now. Um, Accuracy in reporting, it's very sketchy. A lot of times it doesn't seem like a reporter's reporting, but rather injecting or inserting themselves into the story with the little comments afterwards instead of just reporting the news. How are you going to stay away from doing that and give us the real news? I think what's really important um, in terms of how journalism is constructed, um, really like like building anything of quality, is in you know who are the artisans and the and and the and the uh, the, 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 the 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 people who are constructing um, your product. So you know the New York Sun has a particular focus on hiring the very best and the very brightest. Our editor Seth Lipsky spent over 20 years at the Wall Street Journal. He's one of the uh, icons in the industry. Um, we have we in, when we relaunched the Sun this time, we interviewed somewhere around 300 people and selected the very best and brightest from among them. We know that the strength of any newspaper is measured not in market cap or cash on hand, but in the hearts and minds of its editors and journalists. And just like, you know, any service provider, whether it's your doctor or your lawyer or your accountant or whatnot, you want to work with people who you trust, who have history, who have experience, who have knowledge of their craft, and you know that's what we've put a special focus on in building the staff, the editors, the journalists, and those that will deliver the news to, to our public, to our constituents, to our readers. 
in a way that can add you know real value and context and really improve and educate you know our audience and our readers in a way that adds value to their lives on a daily basis. I am talking to New York Sun Reviver, the publisher and now the chairman, Dovid Efoun. And I need to know, where can we get the New York Sun? Is there a website you can share for us? Of course, of course. That's the main place you can get it, and that's nysun.com. Pretty easy to get to, www.nysun.com. And uh, you'll be greeted by our new up- upgraded web design and uh, the headlines of the day. You'll immediately get a sense of our unique perspective and offering. And um, you'll be asked to enter your email. There's a little pop-up over there. I certainly encourage everybody to do so. And you can start to receive the New York Sun at no cost twice daily to your inbox. You'll get the morning sun in the morning, the evening sun in the evening, and then the weekend sun on weekends. And uh, once you get a sense and a bit of a flavor for what it's about, you know, we encourage everybody to consider becoming a subscriber and getting all of the access at 12, starting at just 12 bucks a month. You'll be a, a full access reader with uh, the opportunity to engage with everything that we have to offer on our platform. And then there are a couple of other membership options as well. That's www.nysound.com. Check it out today. I think we will. I know I'm going to sign up for these and emails for sure because I like a uh, a very good and uh, well written well written newspaper. Honestly, I want to hear just the facts, please, without all the interjections and thoughts and such. And I'm not going to insinuate myself into the story this time. So, uh, <laughs> thank you so much, David. It has been awesome having you, David Afoon. He is the new guy on the block, but not necessarily. But he's bringing back a paper that has. Man, historically, it's an awesome paper, and it's going to be awesome again. NYSUN, that's NewYorkSun.com. David, thank you so much for what you're doing and for telling us about it on the Florida Roundtable. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to be with you. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Hey, Bill, how's it going? I'm fine, Bob. I just wish I were ready for mosquito season. Well, that's why I bought Summit Mosquito Dunks. Summit Mosquito Dunks? Yep, they kill the mosquito larvae before they're old enough to bite. How about that? Well, I guess I'm off to the store. Help protect yourself and your family from diseases caused by mosquitoes with Summit Mosquito Dunks. Available at garden centers, hardware stores, and online at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. That's SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. Looking to make your garden fresh and new this spring? Quality Green Specialists in DeLand has what you're looking for. Fancy shrubs, large trees like magnolias and hollies, beautiful flowers like supertunias and azaleas, olives, citrus, peaches, blueberries, vegetables and herbs too. Enjoy gardening at its best. Select from our quality fertilizers and organics like azomite. Great plants, sustainable products. Friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, DeLand and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Life happens. Getting married, moving, new baby, loss of health insurance, 
If you've had a life-changing event, you may qualify for a special enrollment period in the health insurance marketplace. Visit healthcare.gov and see if you qualify. Need help? A navigator from Covering Florida can help you through the process and find the best plan for you and your family. Visit CoveringFlorida.org or call 877-813-9115 to make an appointment. Assistance is always free and confidential. It's the Florida Roundtable, and rarely in our private or political debates over all kinds of gig economy and things is the science of early childhood development mentioned. And we don't even reference babies' brains in discussions about national security, housing, declining wages, or any of that. But we have a new book out. It's called Parent Nation, Unlocking Every Child's Potential, Fulfilling Society's Promise, and with us, the author, Dr. Dana Suskind. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Sure. So tell me what you hope to accomplish with your book, Parent Nation. You know, I would like parents to realize, and many already do, uh, that they that parenting isn't a go-it-alone scenario, that society can and should play a role in supporting them in all that they do. Only parents can be the parents, um, but I think COVID-19 has just shown us how, how without societal supports, how difficult it is. And, you know, that the science of brain development can not only inform what we do as parents, but it can inform a society and a path forward that really puts children and families at the center. So you really feel that we just don't talk enough about the, the kids, the little ones, all of that when it comes up, uh, and we need to change that. And you feel it's crucial. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. As you mentioned in the beginning, you know, we often talk about little kids and child care, which is critically important and the need for high-quality child care. But the truth is, is that, you know, when you have parents in the gig economy working, you know, three jobs and never home, you're not giving them the opportunity to support their children's early brain development. Or, you know, you're working in a job that is always constant contact. You're not giving parents the opportunity to be their children's first and most important teachers. And these children are the future of our country. And I'd really love to see, you know, reorientation of our society, their policies, our social norms around the healthy development of children and the ability to give them the best possible start, which is what all parents want. And you use a broad brush when you paint the word parent. Can you give me an, an, the expansive definition that you use? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, I want to emphasize that only parents are the parents, right? We're not talking about removing that. But I think that all, you know, many caring, loving individuals play a role both in supporting children, right, grandparents, aunts, uncles, but also in supporting parents. And that, you know, whether it be, you know, employers, health care, policy, you know, community, we all play a role in supporting parents in the development of children and really a parent nation takes all of us um, in this endeavor. It's a revolutionary new book. It's called Parent Nation. We're talking to the author, Dr. Dana Suskin. Uh, could you explain? You're a pediatric surgeon, correct? Yeah, I'm a pediatric cochlear implant surgeon. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> I think uh, coming up, May is a hearing month, too. So that, uh, uh, you're a social <laughs> scientist, you're a mom. All of these wonderful things. How have your experiences combined to, 
well, give us this view of what children, families, and communities need in order to thrive. Yeah, no, I mean, I became a pediatric doctor because I fell in love with the brain in children. And the truth is, is as a cochlear implant surgeon, I give children the ability to hear. But early in my practice, I started noticing big differences in the outcomes of children. And in trying to understand why this was, and more importantly, what I could do about it, I fell into this incredible, powerful science that shows the first three years of life are so critical for brain development. And parents and caregivers are the brain architects of their children. And this knowledge helped me to really understand what needed to happen. And my first work was really about allow, helping families understand the science and put it into action. And this is much of the work of the center in my first book, 30 Million Words. But what was so clear in my journey is that all, you know, parents were embracing these ideas. They wanted to build their children's brains by talking and interacting. But I saw barrier after barrier after barrier being put in front of parents from all different backgrounds. And I was like, Society is just not built in support of parents and children's early brain development. So I thought maybe a book, you know, we didn't need another parenting book. There are so many parenting books out there that are great. But what if I use that same neuroscience that informs what we do at the individual level and helps society understand what it needs to do to best help support parents in their powerful role? So that's Parent Nation. Yeah, in a nutshell, really. Uh, the idea <laughs> of this collective identity, as you mentioned, when it comes to parenting, um, seriously, what does that collective identity concept really entail? Yeah, you know, what was amazing, I started writing uh, Parent Nation at the beginning of COVID-19, and initially I was really focused on telling the stories of these amazing families that we worked with in, in the center that I run who dealt with things like homelessness and, you know, incarceration for crimes that they didn't commit and, you know, you know uh, just trying to survive. And I was telling their stories. But as COVID-19 hit, what was so clear is that while we've made it imp almost impossible for certain families to parent the way they want, really society has made it hard for almost all families. So I started telling the stories of all different backgrounds, you know, you know, from racial and ethnic backgrounds, socioeconomic backgrounds, different political backgrounds. And what I found was that universally, almost all parents just wanted, you know, they all loved their children. They wanted just to get their children to give them the best possible start. And I started seeing this commonality the thing that, you know, we hear so much about polarization and how we're so divided, and I think people are tired of this, but I found that this universal love of our children and wanting the best for them was the thing that bound us all. And I thought, gosh, if we could start using this as a way to come together and use a unified voice to help society see the ways that they can best help us in our role of building the next generation, what a world, what a different world it would be. So the collective identity is parents seeing, seeing allyship in each other. Hmm. Okay. All right. You all right there? You sort of <laughs> faded out on me for a second. <laughs> oh, hey, what do you hope will come out of the American Families Plan? They're currently debating it in Congress, and I know it would provide and improve some of the programs for early childhood education and child care, uh, care but what do, what do you think about that? What are your hopes for that? 
Look, my hopes are really aligned with the brain science. We know that things like paid parental and family leave is not just good economically, has huge bipartisan support, but it's good for babies. I mean, recent research showed that mothers who had paid leave, their children had stronger brain you know, wave activity in the early years. We know that high-quality child care isn't, is, is not just a nice to have, but is critical for healthy brain development of children. So I hope that, you know, by aligning our policies and our social norms with the brain science, um, not only we will help today and our economy, but we'll help our future economy. Oh, it sounds fantastic. I do hope it goes through. Any advice that you would give to an adult out there who is part of the life of a child under two years of age? You know, something that would help that child thrive, something maybe they haven't thought of yet. Absolutely, absolutely. First, I want parents and caregivers to give themselves grace. It is a hard time, and raising children is not easy. I have eight of them, trust me. But, you know, it's really, especially in the early years, it's not that complex. We, at, at the, the center that I run, we boil the science down to what we call the three T's. To build a child's brain, you just need to use the three T's. Tuning into your child, following your child's interests talking about it, using rich language, talking about the past and the future, and then taking turns, viewing your child as a conversational partner from day one, really trying to engage them in conversation. And these three T's can be used whether you're folding the laundry, you know, taking the bus, or reading a book. That is how you nurture a child's brain. So give yourself grace. Use the three T's. Ask Ask and expect society to support you in doing that. And, um, and I thank you for all that you do as parents. See, there you go. We've been talking to Dr. Dana Suskind. She's got a new book out there, Parent Nation, Unlocking Every Child's Potential, Fulfilling Society's Promise. Where is the book available? It is available at every, hopefully every independent bookstore, but of course, places like Amazon and Walmart, uh, really, I think almost anywhere. Fantastic. And please go to also, we have a wonderful website, parentnation.org, with lots of free downloadable resources, uh, guides for bringing together community. I would love people to use those free resources, English and Spanish, too. There you go. Dr. Suskin, thank you so much for enlightening us today on the Florida Roundtable. Thank you for having me. You're listening to the Florida Roundtable on the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Kids are amazing. And at Florida Kid Care, we think their health care should be amazing too. That's why millions of Florida's kids from birth through the end of age 18 get their health and dental insurance for free or at a low cost. And your child can too. Apply today at floridakidcare.org or 1-888-540-KIDS. That's 1-888-540-5437. Why? Just think about it. 
Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Shortness of breath, patients confused. Temp 102. He just had an infection. What's going on? He's becoming septic. Antibiotics started. Bed ready, let's move him. Infections can lead to a deadly chain reaction in your body called sepsis. Very quickly, sepsis can cause tissue damage, organ failure, and even death. If you know the risks, can spot the symptoms, and act fast, then you can get ahead of sepsis. Learn more at cdc.gov slash sepsis. My muscles ached. I was tired all the time. My son had a full-blown asthma attack. It came out of nowhere. The unsettling thing about some symptoms is... I had a fever and these terrible headaches. You don't always know what's causing them. It was Lyme disease from a tick bite. I had Zika virus from a mosquito. He had a reaction to cockroach allergens. Threats to your health can come from unexpected places. Get the facts. Visit pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. You've been listening to the Florida Roundtable, a news and public affairs presentation of the Florida News Network. The views and opinions expressed during this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of this station's management, ownership, or sponsors. For questions or comments, write to Florida Roundtable at fnnonline.net.